Linda G. Roberts, your solution lady and your coach with another podcast. And today I want to talk about mental health. Now, I remember years ago when I was in my, let's see now, early 40s, I guess. It was a while ago. (laughs) I went through a period of depression. And I'm not sure what the reason was, might have been because I was, you know, perimenopausal. In actuality, there's many different reasons why people would be suffering from mental health issues. Um, So I don't want to be pinpointing, you know, any particular cause, such as, you know, predisposition. You have, you know, family members that have mental health um, illnesses or or mental health um, challenges in their lives. There's a lot of different reasons that would uh, that you would feel not well. In my case, I think it might have been perimenopausal, some, some hormone changes going on. But during that time, I'm telling you, I used to also, um, I was working and I was taking a, um, uh, taking care of my mother who had dementia. And I was working in a mental health field. I was working with people that mental illnesses, and I remember choosing to uh, choosing to cope with life challenges by smoking pot. Yeah, so when my mom lived with me, I would be using cannabis like every day because I was just having a hard time handling some of her behaviors and some of her moods. And so at the same time, I was working with, um, you know, with mentally ill people. So it was a time that was extremely, extremely challenging. And at that particular time, I didn't know that I was going through mental health challenges. You know, when when you're going through some mental health challenges, you might not be aware that you are. Now, there's going to be some indications that, of course, it does depend on um, does depend on a lot of situations, so I'm just going to describe a few things. You might start losing interest, or you might start uh, being forgetful and not sleeping properly. You might uh, overindulge in certain bad habits, like I was mentioning, I used to smoke pot, so you might uh, drink or use other kind of substances, numbing type of substances, to self-medicate. They call that self-medication because you think it's helpful, um, and then once you're off the substance, you, you start feeling you know, bad again. And then you use the substances again to kind of get a little bit of a lift or a high. So they call it self-medicating because you are medicating yourself to feel better. You're medicating yourself using substances to feel better. I was hearing, well, I shouldn't say I was hearing voices. No, they were my voices, but my thoughts were very, very negative. I thought I was a loser and I really felt um, 
not good about myself. I didn't have any self-confidence. I remember one time going to the pharmacy and um, because I, I, I knew something wasn't right at the time, but I just wasn't sure what it was. And I asked her for some St. John's wort. Now, that's, uh, that's a herbal remedy that you could use to um, change your way of uh, viewing things. It, it, it's not like an antidepressant. But it does have some properties that will change your uh, your brain somewhat. Um, but when I was asking her for that, and I started crying, she said to me, I think you're going to need more than St. John's Ward. And so I decided to go see my doctor um, because I was crying a lot. Like it, it was something that I couldn't help but doing, just crying, um, not really able to control the crying. And so I did go see the doctor, and I remember at the time he said to me, because this was just a family physician, he said to me, you're going to have to go see a psychiatrist um, because this is a mental illness, he says. And of course, I kind of went, in my mind, I went, mental illness? I don't have a mental illness, and I started balking at the system. I started being in denial that I had mental health issues, uh, but I still followed his directions because I wanted to have time off work as well. I just wasn't able to function by that time, not able to, you know, get out of bed, and I didn't want to get out of bed because I was crying, like, all the time, and I didn't feel like eating, so... So this wasn't just the I'm going through a blues kind of period. And I'm just giving you some examples here of how I felt. Now, when you're going through something like that, oftentimes you're not going to know. You might be going to know something different, but you're not going to associate it to you know, a mental health challenge or a mental illness of some sort. Um you just might try to overcompensate, like I was saying, maybe with, uh, you know, medication of some sort or by doing exercise and then it, it can become kind of obsessive uh, type of behavior. You could be, you know, watching what you eat because you think that's what it might be or you might be going for walks and then getting into heavy-duty exercises because you think that's what it's going to make. So you're occupying and occupying and occupying yourself. In the meantime, when you stop is when you can possibly, like, crash and not even be able to do anything else. So you come to a point where you're overly exhausted. So you might not be aware, but oftentimes family members or friends might start knowing or thinking that there's an issue. Now, I'm saying that if you have family members around you or if you work, let's say, in a job where you have people around you, then maybe they'll be able to um, approach you if they're comfortable with it, approach you and tell you, 
I think there's something going on with you. You're not the same anymore, you know, like something's changed. And recommend a service, you know, a maybe an EAP service. So, you know, that's that's great if if you have access to the employee assistance programs, that's great. If you have friends around you, family members around you that uh, that kind of suggest that maybe things aren't well, that's great. But if you don't, there's a challenge, right? And, and this is a challenge because if you work alone or if you don't have any friends that live near where you are, or if you work at home and you don't go out much, it's really up to you to resource yourself, to inform yourself, to get information, you know, by either looking online, okay, great, but by getting yourself to a doctor so that you can talk to a healthcare professional honestly. You know, a lot of times people might be afraid to talk to healthcare professionals, but really that's that's their job. They're there to help you. They're there to support you. And you might have had some family members that had poor experiences with family, you know, with doctors. Uh, you know, I get that, but you don't want to be given up and say, no, I'm not going to get any help because you're you're not going to be able to function after a while if you have mental health issues, right? So all of that to say that pay attention to some of the signs. You don't want to be going too too far down that rabbit hole. If you're going through some stressful situations, uh, you, you're going to want to uh, pay a little bit more attention to your thoughts, to your moods, to your to your um, eating habits and, and physical activity habits, you want to try to remain well and have a wellness program. So the wellness type of program is what you could do now, especially if you're not going through a difficult time, like I was just expressing. So let's talk a little bit about how you remain. Well, well, there's a model that I usually use, and um, I might have talked about this model previously. Uh, I call it the wellness model. You can call it your well model, whatever you want to call it. But it has different different components, different areas of your life. And I'm just going to provide a few suggestions, but basically you're the one that decides what's important. Back in the day, it used to be mind body, spirit, spirit, right, mind, body, spirit, but it can be divided up into a lot more categories that uh, your mind could also include work, for example, uh, physical could also include um, your eating habits, for example, social could also include family, you know, so your wheel could include different areas of your life. And as a coach, I always suggest to my clients to rate themselves on these particular areas on a scale of 0 to 10. 
and it could be a different type of rating, but we'll use this one. Zero is I am satisfied, I'm not satisfied at all with this area of my life. Let's say we're talking about uh, physical activity. And 10 is I'm really satisfied with this area of my life. I couldn't do anything different. Um, so 10 is I'm really, really satisfied, and 0 is I'm not satisfied at all. And you would rate yourself, and you would also ask yourself, what would I need to do to bring that score up one or two notches or bring it up to a 10? So you rate yourself on that wheel, and then you, you have to kind of determine what your priorities are, you know, what areas you want to work on. So wellness is different areas that you would nurture on a day-to-day -day basis. So, you know, you would have some exercise in there. You would have the social life, so you would have some friends. You would eat healthy meals. You would sleep properly, so defining what properly means to you, uh, defining what good good physical conditions means to you. So defining all of those, you would nurture your mind, you know, maybe by reading interesting books, whatever that is for you. So you want to remain as well as you can. And notice when you're not feeling well because I think we can all tell when we're not well. So it's important to have different types of strategies, different types of tools. Some people love doing yoga, for example. I've, I've been enjoying doing mindfulness, for example, lately. Uh, so it's also knowing yourself, knowing when you're a little bit stressed and trying to reduce that stress by incorporating some strategies to reduce that stress so that you can start feeling grounded again, right? You, you, you know, and I think it's normal on a day-to-day -day basis to sometimes get a little bit off balance because life can be challenging and, you know, we go through different types of experiences where we get frustrated. Okay, that happens. We're human beings, but we don't want to remain in the frustration. So we want to be able to maintain our level of health and well-being by incorporating different types of activities, different types of, of ways of being that bring us a sense of joy and happiness as well. Okay, so that's all I want to say on that topic. Uh, for more information, please visit me at my website at www.lindagroberts.com. You may also be interested in some of the courses that are offered because I do have a couple of courses on managing your stress, which you will find a couple places on my website at my different academies, or you'll find them on Udemy, which is Udemy. MY.com. A couple of courses there for managing your stress. And you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel to get other kinds of tips and other solutions to help you connect to your life. 
Have yourself a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye now.